0: support for this podcast comes from bradford white bradford white is a full-line manufacturer of residential and commercial water heaters and boilers while being manufactured and assembled in the usa by american craftspeople bradford white's goal is to deliver high quality Superior products specifically built for the professional contractor. You can always count on the performance and reliability of our built-to-be-the-best products. Visit bradfordwhite.com to learn more. Shuby. Shuby makes it easy to take your customer service to the next level. Show your clients you care with their full line of extra-large, extra-durable products made specifically to protect their home or business. Shoebe products were made by service professionals for service professionals. None of those cheap, thin shoe covers that tear on the job. Their booties are made tough. They have surface protection products for every floor type to make sure you don't leave behind scuffs or scrapes. And don't forget their coveralls, made with an extra-long torso for ease of motion while keeping your uniform clean all day. Let Shoebee prevent the hassle of the cleanup by preventing the mess in the first place. Put your best foot forward with Shoebee today. Visit their website at www.shoebee.com or give them a call today and mention coupon code to receive 10% off your next order. Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, formerly
1: Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, Share insights and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. As a reminder, all episodes of The Successful Contractor are available on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice. And for more information on how Certain Path can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com, or give us a call at 866-299-8505. Uh, I'm excited to bring to you an interview. Uh, with Mike Foraker of Jennings Heating, Plumbing and Electric in Akron, Ohio. This is a great story about a well-established company that's evolved over its long history. But since becoming a part of the CertainPath family in 2008, Jennings has grown from around $2.5 million in sales to nearing $14 million by the end of 2022. Uh, As you'll hear, much of that growth has come by implementing the right systems. However, Mike credits their sustained success to finding and nurturing great people and then trusting and allowing those people to excel. So without further ado, here's Mike Foraker of Jennings Heating, Plumbing and Electric in Akron, Ohio. I hope you enjoy our conversation and take away another two. Mike, thank you so much for, for giving me some of your time today to talk about your business. For those who haven't uh, had the pleasure of meeting you, could you share with everyone your name? Sure, sure. Company name and where you're located.
2: Sure, Mike Foraker, uh, I'm the president and owner of Jennings Heating Company. That's heating, Plumbing electric company, and that's Akron, Ohio, Very good. and uh, yeah, I've been there. The, the company was founded in 1931, yeah, and I've been there 42 years. Yeah, so uh,
1: yeah, I've been it's there a long time. it's it's big part of who you are. So it is, and uh, we're talking business has been good. But it's been really good at the last year or two. Maybe kind of share with everyone you, how you've been growing and, yeah. and what's been going on there. You know, um,
2: I think I think what's happened in the last year and a half we've probably grown from now well, two years we've grown from 35 people to 70 yeah 70 people and it's been really good I think part of that has to do with the fact that it's been we're kind of at a point where we could kind of like I, I, the term I want to use is pay it forward okay so for so many years the business just did not have the financial resources to bring people in as we needed. in other words everybody's got a strategic plan but now you've got to finance it yeah we were not in a position to do that for many years so now we that's thank the good lord that's happened yeah. through a lot of uh, prayer and and faith and so forth and we're now in a position to where we can bring people in whether you know whether we're bringing people in ahead of time what yeah. you know in management position a year ahead two two years ahead to train and have right. them work
1: into that position you're not just hiring to fill a seat because you got to have it filled right that, now. that's right, right.
2: Big difference, yeah. big change.
1: And let's see, you, in terms of numbers, so you said what you're going to hit this year at almost 14 or yeah, something? Yeah, we're going
2: to be probably somewhere between 13 and $14, 14. million. Dollars. That's yeah. incredible. And last
1: yeah. year was what? It was just...
2: Uh, last year was 10, yeah. 10 and a half. So, so nice growth numbers
1: yeah. and pro- yep. margins are where they need to be. and M- Much better margins. That's right. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, as people that have listened or watched, no, I love learning people's individual stories, how they got to where they are. We were okay. talking before we... We officially start rolling. Kind of share with everyone how you started with Jennings and yeah. your background and, and how it, it, it grew from there.
2: Okay. So, um, actually, I, I went to church with uh, the Jennings family, with Fred Jennings. And uh, um, so I graduated with a degree in business, and Fred was looking to do that same thing, bring on more management and, and so forth. So he asked if I wanted to come to work there. And, well, at first I thought I'd want to go to work at a big corporation and all that stuff. Sure. I thought about it, and I thought, you know, it's kind of like a, an interesting and a great opportunity. And when I started there, we, the first year I was there, we did $900,000. Yeah. So, and to give you an idea, the first, and so I started out, he hired me in this position, but I had to do something else. I have many hats, so I sold, and the first air conditioner I sold was $950 for the <laughs> air conditioning system. That's dating myself. Yeah. Know, right? yeah very yep. good
1: so from there you you acquired the business when, when did that officially happen
2: that happened in 2008. oh really yeah okay. we, well i say that it start we started that it yeah. was a number of years to, sure. to make that to make that happen okay. so and fred probably left about 2011 was okay. when he stopped uh, all right
1: it. but a lot's obviously happened between when you started in 2008 so let's cover some of that you okay. said originally it was like uh you were doing like Coal or something like yeah. that, right? And then, uh, okay, yeah. And then okay. you got into new construction. I want to. I like to yeah. hear a cover all that. Yeah.
2: So, so the business started as a coal company in yeah. 1931. In fact, we've got photos of here's a here's a rail siding and big piles of coal. And, yeah, you know, a little sign Jennings Heating or Jennings Coal Company back then. Right. So we transitioned into a um, heating company right after the war. Okay, gas became popular. And uh, back then, they put conversion burners into those big old round coal furnaces. Sure. So we installed those. And then in about uh, the early 60s, we started converting those to the much more efficient gas furnaces. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I actually, in the, in the late 70s, I actually took out a lot of um, coal converted conversion burner. Gas units, but also I took out seven coal units that were still burning coal. Is there one? Yeah, in the, in the late seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we started um, doing air conditioning, uh, as most people started adding that in the seventies. Sure. A lot of new construction. We did. Uh, we did eighteen thousand new homes That's incredible. In, in over twenty years yeah. in the seventies and eighties. And we had, we had the revenue growth, but. It was just a tough business. Sure. I mean, you know, I would take an armload of prints home every night, oh, figure okay. those, and yeah. and uh, then you got to try and collect, and so on and so forth. Oh yeah. It was just something we, and then we decided in the early 2000s to get out of that. Okay. And that was a big step because that was a major part of the business. Yeah. But that's kind of one of those faith steps you take, sure. and uh, we did that, got out of that, and uh, you know, it's been ever since. It's just been moving up
1: so when you so. we converted to residential you know service and replacement you, do, you weren't a member yet because you didn't join t- till 2008 that's right so did, what kind of a blueprint are you just how did you learn it's a different business right? okay well yeah. back
2: back then we would go to um a lot of your suppliers uh-huh. would have industry events sure of course it was geared to what they were the, the product they were selling and so forth but yeah. we got a little bit of that but you know I will have to say I, I'm a reader. I love to read. I've got a, a wall of books, and um, I could never, I, I, I could never ex- execute the way I wanted to. Sure. Good, the better, best, the great. You know, built to last, whatever. You can yeah. read all these books. I could never nail that down. And frankly, not many people want to read today. So I, could, I had a hard time getting my team to read. Sure. To read it. But it seemed like when we joined SGI, that changed. Yeah. All of a sudden, people look forward to learning. They look forward to to growing. And so, you know, that that was just a a big change for us. Yeah, They were on board. I didn't feel like I was pushing just myself. That's great.
1: What was the the decision to join in 2008? I mean, that was a tumultuous time in general with the economy being what it is. It was. I
2: I think it was a couple of things. I, I felt, I knew that there was a better way. I knew that there had to be, I mean, I'd go to these functions and I'd hear, You know, nine out of ten guys say, "Yeah, we can't. Lucky if you make two percent or three percent." Then there'd be that one guy standing there and said, "Yeah, I made twelve percent or fifteen percent." What did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um that, that was it. It was just something had to be, you know, life, yeah. life's too good, too short to, to fight
1: that. So. Sure, sure. So so, what you were, what, a couple million bucks then at that time? We were probably about two and a half to three million, million when we joined. And you were all, you had converted fully over at that point. Where just about, just
2: about. We had just, yeah, we were, maybe had one or two builders left, but, you know, basically it was just add-on replacement. Yeah, interesting.
1: Thinking back to that, and I know it's been some time, what were some of the core changes you, or, or things you needed to tweak, you know, because back then there was no, I don't think you went to EP yet. I think you went to expo right away. Right. And and you, there was a few days early, we called executive perspective, which was the basics. And then we'd have a three, two or three days of expo afterwards. Right. And you it know, was a lot. You know, I think part of it
2: is we all have legacy mindsets. Mm-hmm. I came out of, again, working with this company and growing, but also being in new construction, the legacy mindset is, you, you know, you know, you can only you can only hey, you, you, people can only afford so much. You know, right. you can't you can't push. You know, you, you can't. Well, you can, yeah. and people do, and they will, and they'll they'll pay for value. So, the thing to change when we were coming out of that new construction thing was you don't have to be the low guy, right. and 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 we're not, but right. we're we're better. So anyway, it was that, and that's been evolving. That sure. was that was huge. The other is knowing our numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, KPIs. You know, that's fantastic. You you just can't unless you know your KPIs, you don't know where you're at.
1: Right. You know. Right. So
2: so that was really great for us
1: too. That's great. Yeah. As you're as you're growing like this, what I mean, you have I was reading your website and bios and you've had managers with you a long time. Long time. So what were those guys were they were they techs at one point and have been graduated up or you go to from two to you know, how did you build it the infrastructure that those middle they, levels and
2: they were they were they were techs and some of the people came from outside the industry yeah. um and frankly one particular person was a, a phone they took questions on the phone and worked for a medical company that person runs my service department now does a great job is that right? he's learned it yeah he's he's, he's learned it. that so it's given us a vehicle to take people you know it's that thing of higher fratitude yeah. It's it's given us the ability to hire for attitude, and now we have a vehicle to train for excellence.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. So that person with no technical background in service with the HVAC side, or, or, or plumbing, or what? Which one is he HVAC? Doing? HVAC. Mm-hmm. So what is the training because we mentioned you had mentioned earlier, you're in a position where you can hire someone and let them learn yes. for a year or so. So what is it uh, for a guy like that? How, what did you do to, to help him understand the industry and to be able to help technicians, right? And them not yeah. trying to talk over his head?
2: Yeah. Well, well, and that's an interesting part, too. So we were able to position him next to my, my general manager, Mike Catalan, who does, yeah. does an excellent job for us. So Mike kind of took him under his wing. Okay. They were seated near each other. So Mike had kind of said, hey, you know, this is, now you want to say this, you want to do that. And the yeah. question they're asking is this. So he would coach him. That, that took a, frankly, that position took a year or two, probably two or three there's just so much to service yeah. and then the technicians i think at first it's like you know i guy i didn't know anything about <laughs> i got know anything about service but you know what though they became he gained their respect right. because they knew he had the business and their best interests at heart right and when they know you care like that and then, then you've you know you've won that battle it
1: makes a big difference. and
2: and now now the guy knows he he's technically he's He's great. I mean, That's he's true. got it, but he's gotten a lot of help from them. He's sure. not afraid to ask. Sure.
1: If you don't mind, and I know it's a big team, people are always intrigued by what's what's, a, what's your management team look like? What, so what are the leaders in your business? Kind of break down who's in charge of what department,
0: if okay. you don't mind. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So um, I've got Mike Catalano as my general manager. Mike's been with me, I'm going to say probably. Probably tell me more than that, probably 35 years. Yeah, and And uh, he started as a technician. Yeah. And uh, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. When when we went to hire Mike, he could not, he he didn't want to climb a ladder. He just, so if you can imagine a technician that won't climb a ladder. (laughs) And the owner said, you know, why would you hire a guy? I said, because he's, this will sound, he was an Eagle Scout.
1: Oh, yeah, well, sure. (laughs) So, you know, you
2: look for, again, you look for attitude. You look for people that you can train and people that have the right culture. Yeah so that that was my general manager my um service manager is don truex Mm -hmm. does just a fantastic job i I mentioned him earlier we have chris chris does our she's the head of our csr department okay melissa is the head of our sales management department okay and uh we've got Andy Agerwald, he started as a truck driver and now he's running the biggest department in the company. That's the install department. Oh, okay. Very good. So he started on, I remember seeing him in a truck. I mean, he he was just, uh, he was always eager to learn yeah. and, and move ahead in advance. Um, George, he runs our electrical department okay. and he started, he'd worked in the oil fields and he knew a little bit about electric and a little bit of, he actually started at HVAC and we were, you know rapidly moved him into under another electrician. And then he took that. He took that thing and he ran. He went from one employee to five, uh, grew that department from two million, I'm sorry, from zero to two million dollars in like five years. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So that's good. And now we have Matt in our plumbing department. So, um, and we're just starting there, but now we have a blueprint. You know, we've done it. We've done the electrical side and so forth. What's his
1: background? People always like, I want to start a new division, but how do I do it?
2: He's a, he was a, he's a master player. The guy's a good plumber. Yeah. He's going to be, uh, getting his license. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but again, he's just the right kind of guy for our culture. How did you find him? You know, um, we were always looking and I, I don't know if you saw a, an ad on Indeed or whatever, but he responded Okay. as many, as many people do, but you know, not everybody, a lot of people just don't have that, that culture, that attitude right, and, and that belief. So, um, we knew right away, you know, you can you get a pretty good idea right away. If somebody's, that person, you know. Yeah, so, and we And we did,
1: so. And you also have art that we were talking about. Yeah,
2: so it was interesting. I'm at a point in my life where I've got this great team, um, but I'm trying to, I want to transition over some years. And uh, I, you know, there's a lot of private equity out there. I oh, mean, yeah. let's face it, you know, we're, a lot of us get these calls and, and I certainly have. But I wanted to keep it in the business. Um, and we, we do consider ourselves a family. Yeah. And so uh, I, I was having a meeting one day. I called a guy in that was kind of a buyout specialist and just to discuss some things with him, how, how I would do this, where I would go, what I would look for. And I invited my banker who, uh, his name is Art Clatt, and Art, I've known him for many years. Yeah. He is my commercial banker, very sharp guy. And I, I've, I've known Art and communicate with him every day. I, he and I send Bible verses back and forth for 13 years we've done that. Yeah. So, so that's my banker. So yeah. anyway, after that meeting, um he called me about a week later and says hey i'd be interested in talking to you about about this yeah and so uh we talked and i i thought i was hoping that would happen actually i really did i'd been praying for the right person for many years to come alongside and yeah. want to take this and and be that same keep that same culture that we have there yeah so it was uh it was it was really good the determination we gave to him was internal revision manager. I read that in a book. That allows somebody to come into your business and they go anywhere, look at anything and just kind of see how it's all working. Sure. And he has, he has a very uh, caring and an intentional personality. Yeah. I think sometimes I think that, you know, you you look back and say, I wish I'd have done that. And I think I could have done that, but we, we wear too many hats. Oh yeah. You know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. So you know, it's that whole thing of, of what got us here isn't necessarily going to get us there. So, yeah. so um, he, he can do that. That's and it was interesting. He said, you know, he said, I don't know if I can do this. He said, I, I don't know anything about heating and cooling. And I said, that's exactly why I know. I want you. I got all kinds of people that know heating and cooling. Sure. We exactly. want somebody that can take us to that next level. Yeah. So.
1: That's fascinating. Yeah. So he's been in that role for what? A year?
2: It's been over a year. Over and, a year. And just... Really good. They're doing touch bases with the employees. You know, yeah, I was
1: going to ask. So people, so we're going to know. well, that's interesting to have that outside input. Yeah. What is like? What is his day to day? Is it? It's meeting with management. Me, well,
2: it's all of the above. It's meeting with management, and he works. At first, it was it's meeting with management, showing them how to do touch bases with their people. Yeah. Then he, I would notice. They'd be in their room, and the door would be shut, and he would be there, and the manager would be there, and the the person was there, and Art would just listen. Now, Art doesn't need to be in the room. Doesn't need to be in the room. They've learned how to do the touch bases. Right, but we've shown each of the managers how to do that. So, That's great. So, yeah, it's really it's really fun. And it's fun to watch from my sure. perspective. I get to walk by and say, oh,
1: that, that, they're doing it again. It's That's great. Right. So yeah. a lot of it's been people management and, and development. With the one-on-ones are so important. Now. It, it is. With this, this generation that, especially. That is
2: probably the most important. And, you know, I think the young people today – We've been extremely fortunate to get really excellent young people, but I think it is because they wanna feel connected. Yeah. And you, the only way they're gonna feel connected, you can't treat them like it was 40 years ago. Here's a paycheck, you know, that, yeah. that yeah. doesn't work. They've gotta feel a part of it, so.
1: Yeah, that's great that you recognize that yeah. as well. well it, there's a lot of people that go, you ah, know, oh, we've been doing it this way for so long, it's been so good. You,
2: you know, what's interesting is, I, um, I remember way back when you drive into the park a lot, and some people might be able to relate to this, you drive into the park a lot, and it's like, oh boy. Oh. Somebody's car is here. I'm gonna have to go talk to that boy. They're a downer. Yep. Well, you know what? We got rid of all those negative influences. That's amazing. I I can say now. I drive in and I'm happy to see everybody that we've got a team that's working and pulling together. That's fantastic. And we don't put up with the dissenters or whatever. The, you know, not that you can't. You can you can have your own point of view, but sure. but um, you, you know, know, positive people. Yeah, positive people got to be.
1: Who manages the recruiting and, and hiring and all?
2: That's actually okay. That's actually come into under my general manager. He's okay. done more and more of that. He's done that for a number of years, but it's gotten so large now that we are now in the process of hiring an HR person okay. to do that okay, as sure. well. Yeah. yeah, and there's other HR issues that you want to make sure you stay on top of. We're of the size that. Now it's, that's a full-time position. Too. Yeah. yeah. And that, looking back, that's one of those things, boy, that's going to be more money. It's like, don't want to spend the money. Well, again, we're in a position, if we don't spend the money, we're not going to move up. You yeah. know, you've got to continue to do that.
1: So what are you doing to find, I mean, that's, you go walk the halls of this expo. Yes, yeah. everyone's going to be talking about, where are you finding people? Where you're, yeah. you're growing so aggressively. Where are they coming from? Is it schools? Are you going to high schools? You know, it's, schools?
2: it's, 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 it's actually trade schools um i think that we've got a pretty good reputation in the community Mm -hmm. people know you know we we give a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee they know that we're kind of you know we're we're treating people right we just we just our people do it the right way they treat people the way that you would want your grandmother to be treated and you know when you do that people see that around Mm -hmm. and they say you know i like that company so hey why don't you go talk to jennings you know because a lot of people are unhappy where they're at sure and but i will say um a lot of these people don't have an HVAC background. We, we train them. So, again, the attitude. Yeah. But, um, I, I, you know, and we've hired so many people. I'm working hard to remember their names. If I can't remember their name, I so, call them Champ.
1: There so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Dan. Yeah. yeah. So, how, of the people you hire, is it a good mix of green versus experience? Or do you not hire a lot of experienced guys? No, no, you know what?
2: We have enough experienced guys. Mostly, we hire green guys. Okay. Every
1: once in a oh. while, we'll hire
2: but when you hire experience you, they bring other things sure sure and, and uh, so we we like we like training them up doing it our way now and now we've got a guy that goes around and checks jobs afterwards every job he checks to make sure it was done our way he takes a picture he videos it and they talk about it the at the Friday meetings, yeah. to talk about, hey, you know, we need to do it this way. We all have to be on the same page. This is how we do this particular item. So are talking
1: on installs or installs. All of what's that? What's that position? Is he just a, a install coordinator, or it, whether he's or quality, a quality control?
2: Quali- quality control. Yeah. And Steve is the only guy in that business that's been there longer than me. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a good, good, good job for him. He's seen it all, done it all, and can do it all.
1: Did have you noticed callbacks have gone? They have gone down. Yeah. It's been excellent. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, So, and, and another thing about training in install is we took one of our really key installers. I mean, this, this guy is sharp, and he's really good. His name is Nick. And Nick now will work with the new guys, the new teams. Yeah. He'll go in and check them. If he has to spend a day with them, he will, half a day, an hour, here and there. He'll, he'll kind of move around with them to bring them up so that everybody's doing it the same way.
1: Interesting. So it's all technical, him. Uh, That's his all all technical. Okay, so let's say let's say I, I, I'm a green technician, right? Okay, And and you've got now three trades. Yeah. So how do you know? Oh, he might be better in hac or he might be better in plumbing, or is it just where there's a need? Well, you know what? Um, it's we might
2: try to steer a little bit based on need. Um, also, you know, based on whether guys can physically handle, you know, installs a little little bit tougher. Sure. So, So, um. Yeah, we kind of look at that, but okay. also if a guy looks like he, he might want to be a little more technical, we yeah. probably put him in service. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, and we do uh, uh, personnel, a disk profile. Oh, you do? On every employee, every in-haul, every install, uh, new employee. So yeah. we do that and uh, it's really been helpful.
1: Sure, you know how to communicate with those people. That, you that's know right. why they talk a certain way.
2: That's right, and the guys that are really good communicators and technical, that's who you want in service.
0: Support for this podcast comes from NAVAC. As a technician in today's technology-driven landscape, you know how frustrating it can be when the tools you carry fall short and can't live up to the demands of modern-day HVAC equipment. NAVAC is keenly aware of this and uses that sentiment as the driving force for our innovation and standards for contractor tools. With over 25 years of design, research, and manufacturing for the HVAC industry, NAVAC is proud to introduce the brake free Power Tubing Expander following in the footsteps of its predecessor the break free power flaring tool we continue to empower contractors to automate tubing processes that will save time energy and ultimately their bottom line visit navatglobal.com to learn more
1: on on the hvac side and sales, how do you handle sales? Do you do tech, technician sales or do you have comfort advisors or what, how are you broken? There?
2: We we actually do both. We've got three comfort advisors mm-hmm. and uh, they're all, within the last year, they're all new Okay. and, and uh, they're all doing fantastic. Had a lot of training done with them and, and they're doing very well. Um, their clothes ratios are coming up, their margins are better than we've seen in the past from other
1: uh,
2: comfort advisors. We have Two, and actually we have a third now. So I'm going to say three uh, technicians that we call them senior techs. We like to call them selling techs. They're senior techs. And these guys can, they have the ability to to actually sell on the site. They'll do a load calculation. They're they're capable of checking static pressure. They do all that stuff. So they do what a comfort advisor would do. But their communication skills are off the charts. Sure.
1: Have those guys been with you for a long time? Or not, not so much as really great communicators?
2: You, you know what? Uh, two of them have been with us for probably 10 years. Mm. One of them about five. Okay. But they all... And it's funny. They all have different personalities. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. But what they do is they connect with the customer. Yeah. And, and again... With the disk, we not only do disk analysis for them, we do disk training. Oh, so they yeah. know when they discuss with the customer, hey, I'm talking to an eye. I, I better, you know, you got to... Get all the numbers get, uh, that's out. That's right. Uh, yeah. Right. So so that's been really good, too. That's fascinating. Yeah. Uh,
1: just to go back on the the new employee stuff. So let's say I, you hire me. I, I start, say HVAC, okay? Mm-hmm. So... What's my what's my experience like? Am I riding along for yeah, yeah. a certain period, and yeah. then it, with cl- in class classroom experience or education? What, what's the breakdown?
2: You're gonna you're gonna do uh, all of those things. We're actually gonna do um, you'll do ride-alongs, yeah. um, and we'll take you. Know, it could be used to be a year. We're trying to compress that. We're starting to do a lot more. You know, we'll send them away for a week or two okay. for trainings, yeah. and and we'll do that based on their particular areas and bit, particular needs. Um, they'll do ride-alongs. We do in-house training. We do video training, and now we've got the. I'm trying to think, better, the headset.
1: Oh yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. great.
2: Yeah, virtual reality. But they, yeah. you know, it's all geared toward. I mean, I, I, I walk by and they're going like this, like they're working on the machine. Isn't that yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. 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 amazing.
1: That, so, so within a year, you typically can, they can have they're up and going. Yep. Get, okay. Oh yeah. All right. The other thing
2: that's been very helpful is they communicate so well with one another. Okay. They're stuck on a job. They can call Don, and if Don needs help. He'll he'll say, "Hey, call Andy up," and they can Facetime or whatever. So, sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. So, who handles training? In, in your, is that each we, manager responsible? No, for that's
2: that's an, a good question. Yeah. So, we actually have moved one particular person. His, his name is Mike Fleur. He is our trainer. So okay. he he dispatches. Um, he, he's not a full time dispatcher. He dispatches. Works a lot on commercial. Dis- we do some commercial. He yeah. Does commercial dispatching but he's very knowledgeable and he's got a good way of training and so, um, yeah, he he does a great job for that. So we've got a guy that he does that several hours Mm -hmm. a week Mm -hmm. uh, and that's his position. That's fascinating. Yeah, and he's taking that on big time.
1: For the service technicians, I mean, at least my, maybe I'm wrong, you tell me I'm wrong, they all, the ones that are good, I wanna sell, I wanna sell, so you got the three that sell. Yeah. How did you know they were ready? To be to start selling equipment, what do they have to prove to you? Is it flipping a certain number of leads or selling IAQ? And you're like, okay, I think you can sell. Equipment. Well,
2: first of all, first of all, the first thing I do is, is no fear. They, they can't be afraid of talking to people. Yeah. You know, and and once that's done, if you if they say, hey, I'm interested in this, what we want to do is give them the technical ability, mm-hmm. load calculation. Give them what they need before they ever start this. We also have um, we have a selling system mm-hmm. that makes it. I mean, it just, it's just—it's right on. It's actually through a uh, program that we use. Okay. And it just—it just takes them right through, and they get four options, you know. So once they do the load calculation, discuss things with the customer, and find out, you know, what their needs are—once needs and desires or whatever—they'll actually then be able to print this out. We've got printers in the truck, oh, or they really? can, yeah, or they can email it right then and there, yeah. and they, end, they email it to the customer. It automatically comes to me and the sales manager, so. Uh, yeah, it's That's very, interesting. very streamlined. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's got to be. Pro- That's yeah. why you guys are going. It's a somewhere. process. That's right.
1: So who's um? We talk. You talk about KPIs, and yeah. they are so important. I think for a lot of people are new to a you know certain path, SGI, and or any kind of system, they're like, oh man, this this is what I needed to know. What numbers I need to hit? Yes. Who's watching those? Is is every manager is at their core? In, in addition to take care of the people, watching every ticket, you know, every replacement, yep. you know.
2: It's interesting. So every manager gets emailed the KPIs every day. Perfect. So, so and they know that come we have a month a weekly meeting. It's on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. At Wednesday's meeting, um, we're going to talk about the KPIs and let's let's see where you're at. Yeah. And what we need to get there. And if you're there, what we we can do better. And a lot of times, what's interesting is we also can find out. Hey, if somebody's behind, maybe um, maybe installs behind service can. Lend a hand. They can actually help. We got a few service techs that can help install.
1: Sure, we might do that. So, yeah. so that's good too. That's interesting. Yeah. So you have those Wednesday meetings with yep. with the management team. What I, I wanted to ask: how else? How much else are you guys communicating? Do you have huddles or anything, or is it just a, the Wednesday meeting? Or? I
2: I like the idea of huddles, but it just seemed like it was very difficult. Okay. To get that to get that to happen. Okay. Um, I I think that they they happen, but not on a daily basis. Like. Yeah. Properly, they should.
1: Probably okay. They should. There's a lot of problem. inorganic, there's just organic conversations yep. happening. Yep, that's right. Right. So right. on Wednesday, you talk KPIs. What else, what else do you talk?
2: Okay. So we talk KPIs. We talk strategy. We talk marketing. We talk what's working. We talk the marketplace. What are we seeing out Interesting. There? And and we'll even talk a little bit about where the economy, what's happening, what are people feeling? You know, people's, the consumer, how do they feel? Right. Um, so, and we talk about any new programs that we have coming up. Okay. Uh, talk about uh Vendor issues. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just uh, and anything's on the table. So and at the end of the meeting, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about?
1: Yeah. So that's so, great. Yeah. Very good. You said marketing. That's a big thing. I know you've probably been tons of business, right? I feel like everyone's busy, but you still got to market. So that's correct. What, uh, what what what's effective for you? What's your brand in the marketplace, Like what what are you guys doing that?
2: For? You know, I'm I'm finding that. Uh, and by the way, my my. I've got a degree in marketing, yeah. <laughs> and that degree was like y- y- you know it was a back when world. everything was print back then, oh, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So, so I I know my limitations. We put that in the hands of the professionals, but um, we still do a lot. Um, I've got a daughter that works. In, she, she's got a degree actually in social media, so oh, Facebook exactly. and that that's, yeah. a, that's a big help. Um, we have some outside firms that help us in. Uh, actually, somebody kind of. Pulls this all together. It's web, okay. web design, and uh, we talk about where we went. Stochastic is part of this too. So, oh, yeah. so we talk about what our programs are. We're going to mail these out. These are the zip codes, but these are the areas we're going to we're going to uh, spend web dollars, internet dollars, sure. you know, paper paper click and so forth. So, you know, we do a lot of that. But you know, I think one of the reasons, one of the things that's helped us is our branding has been so strong. Again, ninety-one years. Yeah. But also, uh, we're still doing some TV and radio. You are. Yeah. And, I, and I'm still. That's the one part of it. I, I'm. You still this. like doing it? Yeah, yeah. Sure, so it's fine. I'm yeah. keeping that. So, yeah. so I think I think you still have to focus on branding. Maybe not as heavy as some of these other things, but you got to have a pretty good presence in the marketplace so people can see and, and ha huh, the name, you know.
1: What kind of, what kind of TV do you do? Is it just like news channels you're running your news? Or? We do news
2: channels, but a lot of it this year has, we've gone to the streaming stations. Oh, okay. And yeah. that's been, that's actually been very good for us. Is that right? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, so we're doing quite a bit
1: of that. And it's just branding. It's just you, all, are you on the commercial or are you talking about what, 91 years? Sometimes,
2: us? sometimes it's me. Sometimes I'm I don't, I'm not sure which commercial they're gonna run even, you know what yeah. I mean? So, so we keep it rolling, but um, yeah it'll be me, but a lot of times it's our employees okay. I you know here here they a technician on the job working on the furnace you know installing sure. or uh, servicing generators whatever so okay. so yeah 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 is radio something you, you said we do we okay. do we do the Cleveland sports stations oh, so okay. we do so we do the uh, the baseball we do football. Basketball, so we'll do those items okay. too, and that's been good for us. You know, and it's all branding. Are you it's do, all branding. You
1: do, no tune-ups. You're not promoting
2: tune-ups. No, nope, no. Nope, nope. Interesting. It's okay. all branding. The tune-ups we do, uh, the the more uh, granular stuff, I guess, or tune-ups, whatever. That's done. That's actually done through the uh, web, the internet. Okay. Pay per click. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so with stochastic. They also do. This. They. Tune- oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. and.
1: How- Oh, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. and so
2: we've chosen the the zip codes that we want to be that's in and ask. hit it real hard and that's been very that's
1: been good for us too. That's neat. Yeah. Um, I always feel like I got to marry, with we talk marketing in the call center because of outbound. Do you guys do a lot of outbound calling?
2: We we do and actually we've done more of that this year. Okay. And it has paid off tremendously. Has it really?
1: Yeah. Is it just on tune-ups or follow up on unsold jobs or? It's
2: it's tune-ups um, actually, uh, the management team does more of the follow-ups oh, okay. on, on sold jobs. Yeah. But um, you know, they actually will call out to, like, for instance, maintenance agreements that we have. We have we're at about thirty six, thirty seven hundred maintenance agreements. Wow. A lot of times, it's hard to get a hold of those people. So sure. that's their position. They have to call and make that contact. Yeah. And uh, that that has kind of flattened out our our ups and downs in service anyway. Oh yeah. Tremendously. I mean before we always thought it could help, but I mean it has really taken the load. The
1: seasonality has died off. It has. How about now that you've got these, you know, you've got electrical and plumbing and you've got this what thirty seven hundred club members. Yes. Have you is it one club for all three trades now, or how? We're, we're, how working, we're on working on yeah, that. we are working on that. Yeah,
2: that's probably going to be an option for us. Okay. That we're looking at doing that as an option. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so we've started to do that with the electrical, yeah. and we'll probably do the same thing with plumbing, and then at some point in time, we'll put them all together. When, when you them.
1: when you started that electrical, was it just changing how you answer the phones and say, hey, we offer electrical now, and... Or how? Um, how did you utilize it, that customer it, base it, without getting out of control? Right. I mean, thirty-seven hundred—that's a lot.
2: It is, and and you know that's another thing about when you have a management team, you kind of tend to balance each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know, we got to start telling people. And it's like my team saying, "Well, wait a minute, we got to get all these pieces in place first. Yeah. It's like I, you guys are too slow, and you guys are too fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's a it's a balance, and it's really a dance you do with your your management team, and it's uh, it's worked
1: out pretty well. But but that was it, just slowly announcing. Slowly, it. We,
2: we roll. We're going to roll it out as we're capable, sure. as we know our capabilities exist. Okay,
1: like very good, very good. Um, just kind of wrapping up. I mean, wh- what do you see for Jennings and the in the next five, how about you? Next five or ten years, what do you, you know? Okay, uh, you, you know, I'm thinking maybe a
2: uh, oh, another three, maybe three to four years. I'll be, I'll be done. I've got a farm, yeah, and I live there, uh, my wife and I, and our, we have got a daughter, and her husband, and grandkids live there, and man, we're just loving it yeah. down there. So that's what that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, maybe being involved in some community events and stuff like That's that, deep. but as far as genning seating you know i 'm realizing you know the sky's the limit as long as you 're willing to put the time in as long as you've got the team. I would say there 's a reason so many of these private equities and stuff want these businesses oh, yeah. this is it this is a gold mine because you know you can take a product and you can have it made in Mexico or China or whatever but when you got when it comes to service it 's done here right. you can 't offshore that right. and I, I just see these technicians. These guys that can do this. They they're just uh work with their hands and and their minds. These these guys are they're just they're the future. Yeah. And people realize these are the technology workers of the future. Yeah. Because they they whether it's a furnace, whether it's a commercial piece of equipment, whether it's something that has to do with boilers and beyond. You know, mm-hmm. these guys can they, They've got it all right there at their fingertips. They can okay. get the answers.
1: That's why that's why they're getting paid what they are now. Yeah. And why prices are what they yep. are. They have to be. Yep. What looking back over your, your many years and running a successful business, what are some things you if I'm a, a newer member or someone that's only been doing it for five years and I'm struggling and what are some things maybe you would you wish you would have done differently okay. or done sooner that would benefit me from listening or watching this?
2: Yeah. I think I think uh, probably um, the things that hold us in place, mm-hmm. I would probably want to push through those a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not to, I mean, I'll give myself credit for, for making the moves I did. But man, if i had done it just a little bit quicker, yeah. then I could have been where I'm at 10 years ago. And right. who knows where it would be? Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I would just say that, you know, don't be afraid. You know, uh, you know, get all the information you need and, you know, move forward. And in my case,
1: pray about it. Yeah, and, and look for direction and, and move. How about all the scaling up you've done? You've had, you've raised the right people up. Yeah. High. Is what's what's the secret to, to knowing who's capable to be a manager versus I really need to go outside of my company to find that talent to manage that part of my.
2: You know, I, I think that our people are, are capable of much more than we give them credit for usually, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think that for me, I when I'm, I moved from. the guy I mean frankly I wore all these different hats and you start to give them away but if you're wise in who you give them to and it's a success then you get a little more confidence in yourself to give another hat and then another hat and then another hat and so I think what it is is you need to start that process if you can't give something to other people on your team maybe you have to look it's either you or it's your team. team yeah so I think that looking back on it um I was glad to have found that. Yeah, um, that would have been nice to have found a little earlier. Sure, you sure. Know? Yeah.
1: And did you nurture them? I guess the same way you talked about your general manager nurturing an employee. It, it, you got to sit with them and, and show them the ropes and give them. And then yeah. finally, after a while, you go, okay, now it's you.
2: We we did, and we nurtured them, but we've sp- it's it's been sped up because we trust them. When you trust them, you can. Hey, I'm going to have to take three or four years to get this person. To you know, sometimes it's like. You know, we think we all think we do this job. It's almost impossible for anybody else to do. Yeah. And it's not. You can, you can train people up to do this. Yeah. And you can do it quicker than you may think if you've got the right people.
1: Right people. And if you know what numbers you need to hit, yep. the KPIs we talked about.
2: So. Yeah. And, you know, another thing with this transition that I talk about, I, I felt like this would be an easier, if somebody has the ability to run something and grow this thing, they don't need to know this industry. Mm-hmm. If they know and they have a group they can tie into that can work with them here's a, here are the KPIs here's what you're looking for here's what you got to do here's where we're going next and the big thing is to come to these meetings and and rub shoulders with people that have done it yeah yeah and, and uh, that, it gives you a lot more confidence
1: and you've gone to the, the Eagles events too right the bigger, bigger oh, yeah. size that's, yep. that's neat where it's a little smaller but you guys have more similar challenges at the larger organizations and... that,
2: that's correct and that was that was very good too yeah. So it's actually, and and you know we're we're in the uh, platoons you know the, oh, yeah. the focus groups and those are great. Yeah, yeah. You know and we do the same thing with share numbers as far as our KPIs and we encourage each other and also try to determine hey what 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 is it that this particular company might need to help them. Mm-hmm. And then we might put them in touch with our people or maybe I've got somebody on my side that needs to learn a little more about what this company's doing. Yeah. So to to do that is just great.
1: That's neat. So yeah. lo- looking back, of how many years has this been? In forty-two years from 42, forty-two years. Yeah. What, what does it feel like? I mean, thinking back of where you started, you yeah. know, to where you are now. What, what's that? What's that, What does that? What pops in your mind? I mean, it's pretty remarkable.
2: How time flies. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, uh, and it does. It goes fast. But um, I think of all the people, all the places, and you know, the customers, and so on and so forth. It's really, it's been, it's been a great ride. Yeah. Not over yet.
1: So, yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. Well, Mike, thank you so much. for All your time today, this was really enjoyable. Good. Thank you, good. thank you. Enjoyed it. That's Mike Foraker of Jennings Heating, Plumbing, and Electric in Akron, Ohio. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave that review will help other success-minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which
0: elevates our entire industry.
1: And please join me for future episodes. This has been the successful contractor powered by CertainPath.
0: Support for this podcast comes from Pulse M. Pulse M is the number one review generation platform built for home services. The majority of CertainPath members use Pulse M for Google reviews, customer communication through text messaging, and much more. To quote Bubba Thurman of Baker Brothers, I can't say enough good things about Pulse M. They match our core values and they do an unbelievable job. For more information, please visit. PulseM.me. And Customer Lobby. Customer Lobby is a new member of the Certain Path Partner Network. Did you know it costs five times more to get a new customer than it does to retain an existing one? Customer Lobby gets you more repeat business by automatically sending postcards and emails to your customers at exactly the right time. Customer Lobby is the best way for Certain Path contractors to increase revenue and make sure their customers are coming back again and again. To quote Jeff Katz from Clinton Electric, Customer Lobby expanded our business to people that we never would have gotten revenue from. For more information, please visit CustomerLobby.com. The Successful Contractor podcast is part of the Certain Path family. Certain Path builds successful home service businesses and has for 23 years. We do it by providing contractors with a proven path to success, professional coaching, software solutions, and a member community of over 1,000 contractors just like you. Doubling your sales with a 20% net profit and an inspiring company culture is all possible. Let us show you the way. With CertainPath, success is made certain. Visit www.mycertainpath.com for more information.